Hello everyone, a very quick one from me. This podcast would not be possible without our amazing podcast partners. Because you listen to the show, you are able to get your hands on exclusive savings on both Vincherry and Sourcebreaker. They're award-winning products, and if you are a growing recruitment business, then you have to check out Vincherry, who are a all-in-one recruitment operating system for your growing recruitment company. With Sourcebreaker, if you truly want to equip your teams with the best possible tools to stand out and beat the competition, you have to look at Sourcebreaker. Use the link in the show notes to get a demo booked in, check out these products, and get your hands on those exclusive savings. This is another Golden Nugget episode. Trying something new here where we are going to bring you some of the best Golden Nuggets from the 300 plus conversations we've had with high performing recruiters and successful recruitment entrepreneurs. This is the episode where you can dive straight into the value. It's going to be a short, sharp dose of uh, just great content and great learning. So enjoy it. And please do let me know what you think of the Golden Nugget episodes. If you're enjoying them, if you have a favorite one, let me know. So let, you just mentioned it there, obviously. I think that's when I, like, if I'm honest, my first perception of you guys was like, clearly, yeah, forward thinking, doing things differently. So like the event videos, I think I remember seeing your like website just yeah. dedicated to like your community. And I thought, oh, wow, this, this is really fucking cool. Like, I guess, like, what are your thoughts on with all those experiences that you've had? What do you think are the fundamentals and principles of like building a successful meetup community or doing good I'm events? Trying to, I know Jack in the room. <laughs> oh, really? Is that, <laughs> no, no. Is that his bag? But like, I don't know. What's your take on it? Like, you might not be the person, but like, if you think if Jack's been really fundamental, like, what do you think Jack's done well? Or because, like you said, again, I think the events piece is something. A lot of people maybe listen to this and go, "You know what? They've already been done. Like, there's no point doing that." Yeah. yeah. Or they've been. But for me, my personal view always is. I think that's the wrong way to look at things. Like people ask me that now about podcasts, like, oh, am I too late? But like for me, it's about knowing, like for you guys, you said what your sort of experts in and what your niches are. If you start up a meetup, which everyone does, but it's just specific for your people, then that's still really valuable and still worth doing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know, any, anything on there to share? Because I yeah, think that would be useful for people. No, 100%. And, and to be honest, you've probably got just as much expertise in this mm. field as we do. And we've got quite a number of successful events. And the key thing that made them successful is I feel like a lot of people say, oh, I want to go and do the next shiny thing, which is a meetup group or a podcast. And they put together a generic formula, which is we'll get some speakers that we've been speaking to. They'll get a venue and they'll bring in attendance. What they fail to do is they don't ask the market what they want to hear. Mm. Right. So they always people go into perception is, oh, I think this is the right thing. I will do it. What we do is we, we go out and we say, look, we've got a cybersecurity event at London Tellies in November. And the way we built that theme and an agenda behind it was we went out to the leadership and we said, look, what do you want to see in the market and what is the biggest priority for you right now? And what comes up cybersecurity? So mm. we steer our conversation towards that because now you've got demand, right? Then you start to ask, right, who would you love to hear from? So instead of you just finding a speaker that you think is good, right? Because some organize, or you might go for the bigger brand names, but they might not necessarily be the most technically advanced. They might be very good organizations and businesses, but from a technology perspective, does the person and individual there bring that kind of visibility of what others can learn from, right? Mm. Have they been through those kind of war stories? And that's what we try and look for is engaging speakers. People are very good and are willing to share because the other thing is, is some organizations can't share too much intel, 
right? But when you hear about news stories of, I don't know, we had uh, Rodrigo from Facebook or Meta at the moment talking about when Facebook and WhatsApp and the whole ecosystem and supply chain went down. Mm, yeah, I remember that, ago, yeah. We talked about the, the internet management side and what was going on in the, in, the, in the world of Facebook at that time. And when you hear stories like that, that's engaging because mm-hmm. everyone wants to know, big brand name. And so we try and look at those areas. So one is go out to your market, especially if you're an SME in a respected vertical. So if you will look after infrastructure, if you look after mobile, if you look after data, find a company that is willing to get behind what you're doing get speakers that you feel are engaging. Don't always necessarily leverage it for business, right? It's always a good tool for business because you're bringing the right consultants and you're saying, look, this is my network and this is what we're building. We're a brand. I'm an SME in my brand and I know what I'm doing. And this is how I build, build that kind of ecosystem. But get the right speakers engaging. Be consistent. If you want, run an event, make sure you run multiple events, mm. right? So every two months, do a separate one. It doesn't need to be monthly. In fact, I would probably do it bi-monthly oh, right. because... That's how you get different audiences. People actually feel they want to come to the next one because it's not every month and they can turn away one. And then once you build it, don't expect it to be 100 people at the first event either, right? That's another thing people do, um, I've seen in the market, is people want to win every time they do something, right? And if it's 20 people turn up, they think it's a failure. These take time. We've London DevOps has been running for about eight, nine years now. That's why it gets the audience sizes you see. London tech leaders went from like 100 people at our first event, which is quite fortunate, but we really pushed it, pushed it hard. Then during COVID, it went down to like 20 to 30, and it's now started to pick back up, mm. right? We could have easily given up at that time. It's been like, is it working? But we stuck to it because we knew it was the right thing to do, and we saw what we were building. And then, as you said, we turned it into a content-led business. So we didn't just run the events. We built London Tech Leaders.io. We then went out to market and got contributing authors. So people who wanted to share blogs in their LinkedIn stream, most recruiters I know have like 20,000 connections now. Mm. So you've got a huge tool, but if you can then share and repost what they're doing, suddenly you're given a platform. That's what other people can't offer. So when you build up your thing, look at the bigger picture. How do you get contributing authors? How do you get people sharing blogs and articles? Because then you can redirect your clients and say, look, we've got this, I've got this channel that's generating all this intel. It's free resources for my market. And this is why we're the best at what we do.